Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, come on! He's trying to do no. the same thing he did. No. Go! Do it! The choke slam! Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 790 The Ticket. You hear the theme there. Very excited to be joined by good old JR. The great Jim Ross joins us in studio. JR, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate oh, it. I'm glad to be here, fellas. Thanks for having me. How, uh, were you uh, tuned in last night to the old uh, college football championship? Yes, I was. I watched uh, most of the second half from the bar at Morton's. Oh, oh right. there we go. That's big dog in it, ain't it? <laughs> just throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I, I actually had some food, and uh, but I did drink a little bit. Good for you. That's uh, so why I'm having this water this morning. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> but that LSU, some bad boys now. Yeah, he, they, oh, they really are. We've been saying this like this. Joe Burrow, he went and broke football. It was yeah. crazy. How, and how there could be a debate over who Cincinnati's going to take their first draft pick is such a waste of time. We yeah. were just having a uh, conversation of. Well, we we have uh, the Dolphins have three first round draft picks. Right. Would yeah. you trade all three? And the fifth pick, we have uh, one of the picks is the fifth pick. Would you trade all three to go up to number one to get Joe Burrow? Well, we all know, guys, what a quarterback means to a football team. Yep. At any level. Right. You got to have it. It's not an option. It's not optional. Uh, hell, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice. I'm gonna get my franchise guy, my next Marino. It's going to be my guy for 10 years, God willing, with health, and try to win some championships. But you can't win championships. You can't win without a quarterback. Well, you, uh, everybody knows you're a huge, uh, huge Oklahoma guy. And uh, Baker Mayfield, this was a big year because Leroy, a, a proud Browns alum, they, they said it was different up there this year with the expectations. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of, of Baker's second year in the, in the NFL with all the challenges he had to deal with? Well, he didn't have a good second year, obviously. Yeah. And I love the kid. You know, he, he's a, I got a personal relationship with him. We're, we're friends. Uh, you know, I, I stood beside him on the sideline at OU games when he was redshirting. So I, you, you get to know somebody when you're just hanging around him and talking football while the game's on, ongoing. Uh, he's got to mature a little bit, no doubt. 
he got married, changed the life. His life changed. Yeah, yeah. He got a chance to go make some massive money on those commercials, this, that, and the other, which we, all three of us would have done in a heartbeat. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I, I'm in. I, I, my he's, hands up. He's at every break. Every break we got. Every break. We got Baker Mayfield yeah. just letting us know what's going down and, with Allstate. And it's like a wrestler. If you're overexposed, the audience starts turning on you. Right. If you're overexposed in the, in an entertainment entity like like NFL or AEW wrestling, yeah, you are going to uh, get the audience that's going to have a, a, a pushback. That's what's happened. It's kind of happened because everything, you know, you don't get the same opportunities as other quarterbacks to grow, and and he he still has a process he has to go through, and the second year is usually the toughest because you come out of the gate the first year and people don't know what to expect from you. But then that second year you have to build and you probably don't grow as fast as you did the first year. So what happens is, is like now we see the commercials. Now we see this and we're like, oh, no, he's not concentrating on football. <laughs> when, you know, all that stuff's done in the summer. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so he's get and, – and he talks a lot. Yeah, that, so he's, he's also not, a quarterback that, it, you know, you thinking of a humble quarterback. He's not that guy. Yeah, my boy's chatty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so you are in town. All Elite Wrestling, AEW, is going to be in town tomorrow night, Wednesday night at the, at the Watsco Center, University of Miami. Um, can you give us a, a, a little bit of the backstory? Because from what I understand, you know, Cody Rhodes, he used to do these shows independently, and then he kind of hooked up with Tony Khan. Who, uh, who's the son of the Jaguars owner, Shad Khan. I'm a Jaguars fan, so I've kind of been watching this from the outskirts of it, but it's blown up. Like The, the idea of uh, you guys, you're now on TNT, Wednesday Night Dynamite, uh, it really seems like the, the first uh, true contender that could go up against WWE from a, a TV standpoint, from a bankroll standpoint. What, what has been your experience with this whole blossoming of a new wrestling promotion? It's been really positive. And, you know, I've been in the wrestling business since 1974. I was only three, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm an old bastard. Uh, I just have my 68th birthday, and I'm still at it. I love it. Good for you, yeah. man. Uh, well, retire and do what? That's right. what I say. What are you, you going to retire, Jr. and do what? I don't own a fishing pole or a gun or golf clubs. What am I going to retire and do? i got to go acquire all these things to, to retire. Uh, but it's like working in my – my vision is uh, working for AEW and Tony Khan is like working for an uh, expansion football team. We got a few guys on our roster that are veterans that have been to the big game, like Chris Jericho, John Moxley, among others. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a bunch of young, crazy summer guns that have all have made twenty five or fifty bucks a night working the indie circuit, and but they have, have built a little body of work. They just need direction. They need coaching. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, so we got those kids to migrate in with the veterans, and it's really becoming an interesting little mix. The veterans are pushing themselves a little harder because the young guys are more agile. They're faster. They fly higher. You know, everything is they're they're up. They're there. So uh, it's been great for me, man. I I'm, kind of, I'm the oldest guy on the, on the team. I'm the oldest guy there. Uh, that doesn't bother me. My ego's cool. Uh, <laughs> but I love playing it forward. You know, I went from making twenty five dollars a day, uh, pulling the ring truck, uh, the trailer, putting the ring up, refereeing, ring announcing before I got this nice gig of being able to be a commentator. Yeah. So uh, that was where I wanted to get to all along. It just took a little longer to get there. But I love this deal. We have a – it's an energetic, enthusiastic, very athletic show. It's a lot of energy. Holy yeah. smokes. And I'd love for you guys to come uh, and experience it because here's what's fun about it. I say this, and I really truly mean it. Watching the audience 
at a pro wrestling event when they're emotionally invested, it's one of the most entertaining things you can do. I'm telling yeah. you, because they are dead ass serious, man. It's a it's pretty bananas to see uh, Chris Jericho, who's, who's done it all in the business. What has been, I guess, his enthusiasm towards this? Because he's been to the absolute tops, but he's got this uh, this new project of of taking a promotion kind of on his back as one of the most recognizable names there. Uh, as as a guy who's he's you know like you've been doing it for a while, as as he been reinvigorated by this? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I hired Chris to come to WWE back in the day. He was in WCW. <clears throat> and Jerry Briscoe, great Floridian, an Oklahoman, a native Oklahoman, uh, and I recruited him, and I paid him a lot less money than he was making, but that's how much confidence he had in his ability because our pay system was a little different. You got a real good downside guarantee, mm-hmm. but we were paid on productivity. More tickets sold, more money you make. More pay-per-view sold, more money you make. More merch, more T-shirts, blah, blah, blah. So – uh, he came in and blew the numbers away, he, but he had, he had courage, and I call him the Reverend of Reinvention. <laughs> that son of a gun is uh, he has he, <clears throat> a lot of wrestlers get their routines. It's like a comedian, right? The same joke set. I'm going right. to start off with this. I'm going to go to here, and you know, blah, blah, blah. well, he's just uh, he has courage. He's willing to change. He's willing to change for the times, and you know, he just headlined a show and that did forty thousand people in uh, in Tokyo. A weekend before last, so our guys are in demand, and this and the John Moxley is who the big issue is with Jericho, and he's a hungry guy that was on part of the Shield at WWE yeah. back in the day, Dean Ambrose, so he's he's wrestling for us. So we got young hungry guys and guys that want to prove something. Moxley didn't have his, any opportunity in WWE, nor does any of them, pretty much, on what plays are going to be run. Here's your here's what we're doing today. Oh, okay, whether you like it or not. They don't say that, but, right. they, but they infer it. Here, everybody has a hand in their own creative. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We don't have any writers. We don't have any. McMahon's probably got 30, 40 writers. And everything is scheduled to a T there. And it's all. It's a TV entity, period. We're trying to have a little bit more, add a little bit of seasoning of sports content. Athleticism. Is it tough for these guys who are going from a situation of of doing all the house shows and doing the live stuff to going to live TV? Like, what is the challenges that go there with doing a television show? Good question. Good point. The the guys that uh, have uh, a lot of these kids have never done a TV match. They just gone to the VFW hall, picked up their fifty bucks, did all kinds of crazy stuff, flip flops and flies, going through <laughs> tables and chairs and all that stuff, <laughs> and without any coaching. You know, you don't need to do that much. You're, you know, you, you adjust your game and last longer. Right. Don't be lazy. Adjust your game. Be smart. Uh, so a lot of these kids have never done TV matches. So every week we see improvement on some of these young guys that are just starting to get it. Our, we got guys 22, 23 years old. I got ties that old. You know, this is crazy, man. So uh, I, the enthusiasm of what we're doing. Our owner is a piece of work. He's amazing. Uh, Tony Khan, I'm speaking of, and and. He's been a major fan his entire life, not just lately. He's not some get-rich-quick money deal. You know, they own the Fulham Football Club in England. They own the Jags. Uh, they own all kinds of stuff. Somebody said to me on, on Twitter, being a wise-ass, says, uh, you see that a lot on Twitter. You guys know that. Uh, so I said, uh, they said, what are you going to do when McMahon comes and raise your talent? And because he's got the money to do it. I said, well, last I looked, his net worth was $2.3 billion. McMahon. Well, he ain't even close to the cons. No, not the cons. Oh. $8.2 <laughs> And I got a three-year guaranteed deal with the con family. So I, 
I don't. We're not worried about what McMahon does. And I try to tell our young guys that too. They think because NXT's on Wednesday nights on, on USA, because McMahon put them there to block our growth. Right. It wasn't a strategic. Oh well, we were planning on. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. We got. We we can take care of that. Don't worry. Uh, it was just. It was just crazy. So uh, I'm a, I'm a big believer in Tony Khan, the Khan family. It's not a get rich quick deal, and uh, I think we're going to do really well. Sounds like everybody's having a blast. We're having fun, oh, man. Oh my goodness! Hey, look for for me to get. I don't need this job. I'm lucky. I lost my wife two years ago in a terrible accident, right, right, turning into our home. Uh, she was coming home from the gym. She was a brick house man. God, she was a former gymnast, ten years younger than me. Full blooded Italian. I had a made voice. I had a made a <laughs> She could cook and she was hot. And we had 25 great years together. This guy ran over on his phone. He's looking at his phone, top the hill, boom. Jeez. And uh, and I drive by that same spot every day going home because it's right by our, where we turned in to go to our house. And uh, life changed for me. And so I needed something. I needed to get out of the house. I felt like hell, Howard Hughes or somebody. I was looking down and see my fingernails that got real long, you know, <laughs> with that legend of Howard Hughes being the hermit. Uh, and I didn't want to shave. I didn't. I didn't. Even, I didn't even wear my watch. So I put my watch on one day. I said, Hell, it's, it's, I'm 20 days past wearing it. I didn't care. Then I met Tony, and uh, he. I was his voice. I was the voice of his childhood. He told me. I said, Boy, have I got a deal for you. So I. I. I we worked it out and signed a three-year deal, and I'm loving it. For me to get on an airplane every week. See, mm-hmm. we don't do any reruns. Right. I got my big ass has got to get out of the bed and pack <laughs> up and go, man. So, and I like that. It gives me a destination. And, fellas, we all need in our life, no matter our age. We need purpose. We need purpose. Absolutely. Right. We need a direction. Absolutely. And we need destinations. Not the, we all know what the eventual destination is going to be for all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to postpone that one as long as I can. But I need a destination. I need to be around other people. And so this AEW thing with all these young kids, they're bright, you know. They're literally bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I love it. And, you, and the folks that come tomorrow night, and we got tickets start at twenty bucks. Yep. We're not robbing you. We're going to give you a family, a night of family entertainment for twenty dollars. Well, if you guys want to go, AEW is going to be at the Watsco Center, University. Center. Do you have a few more minutes with us, uh, Jared? Do you mind uh, if we just take a quick break? I'm good, man. All right, great. We'll be back with more with the great Jr. Right after this. All right, we're back here on the ticket. Tobin and Leroy here with you. The great Jim Ross joins in studio. Good old JR. He is in town with AEW. He's going to be at the Watsco Center tomorrow night, University of Miami. Guys, get your tickets now. It's going to be an absolute awesome show. They're on TV. Wednesday night, Dynamite going down. Chris Jericho is going to be in the building. I hear DDP is going to be making a comeback, too. I think yeah, I heard, I've been hearing that on the advertisements. He'll, he's uh, making the media rounds tomorrow, maybe today. Uh, he's uh, 60-something. But he's a yoga guy. You know, he's, he's really done this yoga thing to where it's – he can he can move around like a r- normal human now after That's crazy. all those years of because uh, he didn't start wrestling until he was like in his mid thirties, so his body took a hell of a beating in a place where he couldn't. And he's taking guys in too, right? Like hasn't he taken guys oh, like in to try and uh, to rehab yeah, their bodies? Yeah. Well, he he got Scott Hall off drugs and alcohol to some degree, and uh, uh, there were others. Jake the Snake, Jake Roberts, yeah, had issues, couldn't kick the demons, and they l- went to live with Dallas and Dallas. Straighten their ass up, and he got them on losing weight and doing yoga and feeling better. They fed more self-esteem. Gosh, isn't it funny how that works? Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, once you make a commitment to yourself, 
you start feeling better. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, Jay, I want to ask you about this. So we have, uh, we have we were big fight fans on the show. We got Conor McGregor coming up this week, and he's making his return. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some talk about, like, oh, if he ever left fighting, could he could he make it as a, as a wrestler? You're a guy who scouted great talent. You've signed guys like Brock Lesnar before, all, all types of kind of talent. What do you – like, do you think a guy like that could succeed in pro wrestling just because of the personality, even if he doesn't have that, 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 that crazy big size? And, yes. and, like, what is that X factor that you look for in every one of these guys? He's got the X factor. I don't know. If you can, I can't. I don't know if you can smell it or feel it, or, or what color it is. Uh, it's just that intangible. And Conor McGregor is the kind of guy you can't take your eyes off of. Either you, you know, the greatest villains in wrestling are the villains that you, as a fan, are willing to pay uh, to leave your home, go park, buy a ticket, get an overpriced concession item. To boo him. And to watch, <laughs> to watch him get his ass whipped. Yeah, yeah. That's wait, it. That's, that's unbelievable. Right. I mean, they've been, wait, how long have they been doing that with Floyd Mayweather? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody like, plays to see Floyd get his ass whipped. Yeah. They haven't yet. One of the nicest guys that you, uh, one of the nicest guys I've met in sports. Yeah, he did re- He did WrestleMania against the Big Show, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. I call that man. <laughs> I call, the, I call the, the incident that went into it, and that's when uh, he bat, 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 and hit the Big Show so many times so fast it broke his nose. Whoa. And it pissed him off. I mean, he was an angry big boy. <laughs> and he bellowed like a big, like a wild animal and chased Floyd and his bodyguards. The bodyguards were running faster than Floyd. They didn't want to deal with this big dude. He was irate, <laughs> man. This is not part of the show. So, uh, but Floyd's a pretty, pretty decent guy. But Connor can make it because, now I'm not saying on a weekly deal or a regular, no. One off, like a WrestleMania like event, right. yeah. mm-hmm. he could do. That's, they thought Ronda Rousey was going to do a one off, and she liked it. Yeah. And she got real good at it, and she stayed a year or so there. And, you know, she's trying to have a child, and uh, so she, and there, she has a farm, and she's got all the money that she'll ever need. So, and I'm sure she'll come back to do some wrestling at some point in time. The personality is the bottom line. That's what's going to carry uh, the illusion of the fight, the, the play fight of pro wrestling into. To make you buy a ticket or a pay per view. So, what got what what was the thing that was the X factor in getting Cody Rhodes to to want to help like get with the cons and make it? Because I know that they were doing like some independent shows that did a lot of sellouts and whatnot. And mm-hmm. you know he wasn't you know he left the WWE kind of had this whole American nightmare from his dad's uh, spin off the American Dream uh, gimmick. Like, how did he he go into this and what made him think that he was going to do something that you know is going to compete with the WWE? Well, several years ago, I was doing a, a live show for Access TV, Mark Cuban's network, with New Japan, and we had a uh, double we had not a double header. We had two two days, a Saturday and a Sunday in uh, Long Beach that we televised. Tony, Tony Khan, such a big fan that uh, he has a home in L.A., a home in Chicago, a home in Jacksonville. But he he brought Alex Marvez, NFL writer, right? Ex uh, Sirius XM, their NFL Used guy. Used to cover the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Alex was a good friend of mine. So I met him at our hotel because they're just going to get through the event as fans, and we got to talking. And Tony he dropped these little hints occasionally, inadvertently, I think, that someday I might want to try this, not wrestle, but to have own a promotion. Yeah. And so then uh, the 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 young bucks. And Kenny Omega, who'll all be on the show tomorrow night, and Cody all got together, and they pitched Tony Khan that, uh, hey, we're ready to do this. We're ready to be partners. We're ready to be, you know, they're all four EVPs. I don't know what that means, but nonetheless, they got nice titles. Uh, <laughs> so everybody needs a title, boys. <coughs> so people uh, like the belts. Yeah. So they they uh, he, he, then all this time later, what 
Tony always had the idea. It was always Tony Khan's dream to do this. Yeah. He finally found some players to put on his team that could produce. And had, had, they had sold tons and tons and tons of merchandise. Uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Cody, to some degree, are creatures or products of social media. Right. Social media has made – it will make you or break you in, in our world. And it sure as hell made those guys. So uh, they were the first four guys that uh, Tony hired about a year ago. This company's only a year. It's, not, it's about a year old now. That's about it. So. Is it is it typical that you have uh, the those legacy guys like the the son of Dusty Rhodes and uh, he's, I think both of them are, are both in the promotion. Like it's, is that is that typical that these stay within the family a lot of the times? It, it's not unusual because the deal is you can trust them. You can trust your brother. You can trust your you know your guy that you've been to the foxhole with. Uh, and a lot of these guys have the same agenda. They felt like they were mismanaged in WWE. They felt like that they were not uh, given the creative freedom to create their own character. They have some kid, the first or second job out of college, writing their promos as if, and most of those kids have never been in a fight. They had no right. idea about personal struggles. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and, they're, they're, and they're entitled. They're, you know, cute little, let's play wrestling. <laughs> And, and you get to the wrestler or an athlete, they don't want to play wrestling. They're an athlete. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that was always my success. I hired Lesnar and Cena and, and Batista and Randy Orton and Shelton Benjamin in one class. I also hired Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, right. and Edge and Christian, and a lot of Hall of Fame guys. But they all wanted to be treated as athletes, <laughs> not uh, I'm a play fighter. Okay, if you want to piss them off, because they're taking they're stunting in, but they're taking their own bumps. Yeah, they don't have any stunt doubles. No, it's a beating. Yeah, and your bodies are just not made for that. All the, that, there's no off season. Right. So now with our schedule, our guys come to work on on Tuesday. They get here on Tuesday, and they'll work on Wednesday, and they're done. They can heal their injuries. They can work out. They can work on their bodies. They get stronger. Uh, it's a it's a great thing for wrestling. So you just do it like once, w- once a week. Right now, yeah, they're, they're somewhere down the road. I believe that they certainly will do uh, live events, un- non televised live events. Right, right now, uh, we're just trying to get our brand established, our mm-hmm. stars established. Without you know, we're in prime time. Eight, uh, it'll, our show will be on the air tomorrow night at eight o'clock, eight right. to ten, two hours live. Boom, boom, boom. No net, no excuses, no do overs, no retakes. Here we go. And I love that. That's an adrenaline rush, man. Is uh, is there one guy like getting a chance to tell all these uh, these new stories in this promotion? Is there is there a, a certain young guy coming up that you think like, man, this guy's this guy's got it? Yeah, we got Darby Allen, small kid. Darby Allen reminds me of a young Jeff Hardy, and the Hardy Boys back in the day were a big thing for WWE. Nuts, what they, they what they would pull off, Leroy. The, 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 those are the guys who would they would they wouldn't hold back anything, Joe. They'd jump off whatever. Yeah, well, they fearless. They were fearless and. Uh, Jeff's had had some issues, but nonetheless, uh, Darby Allen reminds me of young Jeff Hardy. I was talking to somebody last night about uh, uh, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, they call him. Jungle Boy Jack Perry is the son of the late Luke Perry of 90210 fame. Oh, okay. Good-looking kid. He's single. The women love him. So there's a half-year battle right there. So when he's getting beat up, they're crying. They're loving it, man. <laughs> They're squirming in their seat. And then when old Jungle Boy Jack gets her on a roll, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so we got several young guys. They're just, they're just, right, they're 22, they're 23. Right. Hell, some of them, they're. Great way to start. Is that, is that, fun, for, is that fun for you, too, as a, as a broadcaster, again, to tell these, like, these new stories, oh, having yeah. that, 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 that fresh coat of paint for yourself? Absolutely. Right. It's new material. It's new material. 
it's like you know it's, it's like, you get, like you guys have another sport to be able to report on you guys adding mma to your repertoire what things you like to discuss is something that a lot of guys in sports talk that i'm aware of they don't they don't venture into you got to study it a little bit. So mm-hmm. there's therefore, you know, I know radio guys. If they don't have the USA Today, they're screwed because <laughs> they ain't gonna do no prep. When's the last time you read a USA Today? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Never, exactly. <laughs> well, seriously, their laziness doesn't get you anywhere. So I, I love the fact you know you mentioned the Conor McGregor thing. You guys are MMA fans. Hey, they're gonna make a ton of money on that this week. Oh, I can't wait. And a lot of people are gonna want to see him get his ass whipped because yep. he's mouthy. Right. But here's the thing about that. Here's what happens. Let me tell you what's gonna happen there. There'll be a time when there'll be a uh, paradigm shift. That's John Moxley's uh, DDT, paradigm shift. And it will be where people are going to start feeling for Connor. Oh, he got beat up. And they want to see the comeback. Bingo. (laughs) Then you got to see the comeback. Bingo. (laughs) And Dana White just keeps making that money. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Guys, go check out AEW tomorrow night at the Watsco Center. Wednesday night, Dynamite Bash at the Beach is going down. Jim Ross, thanks so much for spending time with us this hour. Really appreciate it. It was a real thrill. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. We'll give you a chance to win a thousand bucks coming up in about 10 minutes. We're back after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.